0: Brady Leopold just loves
1: to fight. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Warriors.
0: My dream of being a professional hockey player became a reality, but it was all taken away from me in a very short period of time. For many years, hockey was my outlet, hockey was my drug. When I had a stick in my hand, Drugs and alcohol now took over my life. I did return to the Swift Current Broncos as a 19-year-old, but things were never the same. I was eventually traded to the Kelowna Rockets in my final year of junior, where I got to play on a line with the Dallas Stars captain, Jamie Benn, and one of my best friends, the extremely talented Colin Long. It was by far my best season ever, and I even signed with the Tampa Bay Lightning's organization. A dream come true, right? That's when everything went wrong. First it was the cocaine, then came the Oxycontin, and that led me into a 12-year journey into the deepest pits of hell. Within two years, I had now made the switch to heroin, fentanyl, and everything in between, and I was now an intravenous drug user. Multiple suicide attempts and over five trips to the psych ward This is my story. emergency? Someone overdosed. What's the address? I overdosed over ten times. I'm one of the lucky ones, and for that, I will always be grateful. This is for all the men and women we've lost. Matthew Luzzinski, Mitch Fadden, this one's for you. My name's Brady Levold, and I've been to hell and back. This is the road to recovery. Warrior. What's going on, guys? Welcome. Episode number 19. Hockey to hell and back. Coming at you guys live from Gravenhurst, Ontario, right in the heart of Muskoka. Gotta love this area. It's beautiful. I was on the outdoor rink earlier, but it was garbage. A uh, Little disappointed with the municipality. I'm calling them out right now. Get those rinks together. The kids are barely going to school. They're struggling with mental health. They, they're not playing hockey. The least we can do is take care of these rinks. If you guys don't want to do it, I'll step up. Leave me the hose. Leave me whatever the tools are. I'll spend hours doing it so I can skate, so the kids can skate, so I can teach my kids to skate. Let's go. Can you see my shirt? You're damn right it's okay to be not okay. That wasn't my attitude for a very long time. It sure is now, guys. And uh, the Puck Puck Support Swag Shop is up and running i want to quickly say thank you to everybody that's ordered it's almost been a little bit overwhelming but you know susan cooks helped taylor was over helping the other night uh but yeah we got a good little system going And uh, we're getting things done. We were we're sending out the first orders tomorrow. We got like, I don't know, 10 to 15 orders going out tomorrow, more the next day. And there's more still coming in. So thank you, guys. You're supporting not only myself by keeping me busy and keeping my mind off all the crap that I don't want to think about. You notice how I'm not swearing? That's for you, Jim Thompson. No more swearing. Uh, But hey, it's keeping me busy and it's keeping me going. And it's also contributing to our mental health and addiction fund overseen by sandra murray uh which we're gonna help a lot of people guys we're gonna help a lot of people uh, i'm gonna talk about that a little bit more here but uh i'm gonna show you guys some of this stuff so let's do it we got all sorts of different hats these aren't even all of them as per your request flex fit i like snapbacks but you guys wanted flex fits you got flex fits Trucker hats. Youth hats for all our young Puck support supporters. Youth hats. I like this one. Isn't this one sick? Black and white. Sick. Dad hats. Dad hats. I'm going to get to dads in a moment here. Another trucker hat. This one was a flyer. I just took a flyer. I only got a few of these and we're almost sold out. Pink dad hats. We're also going to give away. This puck support hat, that same one that I got on. This is my favorite one actually. It's super comfortable. All these hats are essentially flex fits. All the snapbacks look matching underbrim. No more green underbrim. They're all stretchy. They're super comfortable, guys. Go to pucksupport.com/shop. I'll put up all the info uh, here shortly. We also got hoodies. You've seen the basic logo hoodie, and quite possibly my favorite of all. Shout out to Chase Driscoll down in Arizona. This was his idea. Puck addiction. Yeah, that's what I say to my addiction. Go puck yourself, addiction. Now I'm addicted to hockey. Let's go. Uh, Pick up your very own uh, pucksport.com slash shop. Happy birthday to my dad, Brian. You're 61 years old somebody told me the other day that you're looking better than ever shout out to katie harris talked to her the other night uh she was able to pick up the hats that the vancouver canucks got for my kids back there in bc uh thanks katie thank you dad dad happy birthday i don't want to start crying already so you know i love you i'm just gonna shut up so i don't start crying i can't wait to see you again it's been three years but we talk all the time now and i'm so grateful for that so guys um You guys, I mentioned we're going to do a giveaway, okay? This is how it's going to go. If you want to win this hat, you got to watch the whole show. You have to watch the whole show. Three words. You want to know what the first word is? Persistence. That's my favorite word in the entire dictionary. Persistence is my favorite word in the entire dictionary. That's word number one. Mark it down if you want to win this hat. You're going to have to call my phone at the end of the show when you have all three words. Okay? Persistence. Put that on the shelf for later. Hey, guys, I have lots to talk about, but we're going to get right into the episode. Uh, you guys know how this works. I will see you guys. Well, actually, let me retract for a minute. I need to retract for a minute. There's the details on the giveaway. And before we do get into it, I'm so uber excited. But you guys know that this is brought to you by Team Issue Limited. Take it away, Regan Bartell. Thanks, Regan. Uh, What a guy. Shout-outs to you out there in Kelowna. Hello to all the Kelowna Rockets. You can see the jersey. I always do that. This side, shout-out to the Swift Current Broncos. That jersey over there. Uh, Thank you, Regan. Honestly, you're the best in the business, and I truly, truly appreciate it. Make sure you guys check out teamissue.ca. Support another Kelowna Rocket alumni, Jesse Paradis. Hello to Jesse out there in Manitoba. There's a reminder on the giveaway, guys. Three words. The first word, in case you missed it, is persistence. That's the last time I'm going to say the first word. So remember, first word is persistence. You guys know how this goes. We'll see in about eight minutes. Today is an extremely special episode, and I have the esteemed honor of interviewing what I would call an icon. Over the course of the last 11 and a half months, I've been extremely open about my childhood trauma, about being sexually abused by an older man. At the age of five, my innocence was taken away. And I quickly learned that I was more scared to tell people than I would have ever imagined. The reason why I was so scared is because I was scared of how people would judge me. I was so used to hearing homophobic language on the playground and in the hockey dressing room, and I also saw how others' lives were essentially destroyed in elementary school on the basis of things that maybe weren't even true. And the most important fact is, even if those things were true, it wouldn't matter. We're all human beings, and we all deserve love, support, and respect. Before I go any further, I'd like to pose this question, how much do you really think about the things that come out of your mouth and how they may affect those around you? Maybe people you don't even know are listening. Well, it's my hope that after this episode, we can all take a step back and become a lot more mindful, a lot less judgmental, and maybe most importantly, just a lot more love in our hearts, acceptance. Accepting people for who they are and not what you want them to be or what you believe they should be. I'm just as guilty as everybody else, especially when I was younger in the hockey dressing rooms. To be honest, I was so wrapped up in everything else and just trying to fit in. I never stopped to think about how my words and my actions might be affecting the guy or girl next to me. On two previous episodes, I featured Brock McGillis and also Jacqueline Hawkins, two professional hockey players that have come out openly gay. Brock and Jacqueline are no doubt inspirations in the hockey community, but their reach far up surpasses just the hockey community. Today I have my third openly gay guest on the show, and it's such a privilege to talk to this young man. He's still just 17 years old. Born in St. Antoine, New Brunswick, Yannick de was born March 3rd, 2003 and growing up he was a star athlete in anything that he did. Which included a first place win in Javelin at the Acadian Games. Though Yannick excelled at every sport that he played, his true love was hockey. It was during the 2018-2019 season that his mom and dad started to take notice that something just wasn't right with Yannick. He was calling his mom regularly to pick her up from school, and she even had called the principal one time in tears, asking for someone to help her son, because she just couldn't figure out what was wrong. On the outside, it looked like it would have been hockey-related. It was, in fact, his draft year to the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League, but something just wasn't sitting right with his mom, Diane she figured it was something more important than just hockey. After several phone calls to pick him up from school early, upon agreeing to come pick him up from school that last time, she made him promise that he was going to be completely open and honest with her. He had only told one person before this, one of his teammates. He was hesitant to tell his mom even though he knew he had to. After a series of questions, Are you tired of hockey? Is school stressing you out? Are you worried about your father who had just recently suffered a heart attack then she said are you gay he answered no to all of them her response was well then what is it yannick he replied you've already said it her reply was this so you're gay they embraced in a hug and instantly yannick felt a thousand pounds lighter safe in the duplicy household Yannick felt comfortable at home around his parents who were so accepting and loving. But the thought of coming out to his hockey team scared him immensely. And honestly, I don't blame him. We need to all collectively do more in the hockey community to make players feel safe, to know that they're accepted, to know that they're loved. None of us are in any position to judge anybody. Everybody deserves to live their best life and follow their heart. On September 7th, 2020, writer Craig Eagles teamed up with Yannick to write a story to break the news. Although not everybody was supportive, the amount of love that poured in was almost overwhelming. His mom was quoted that she cried from 9 in the morning till 11 at night on that day. They received messages from all over the world, and Yannick even received messages from other closeted gay hockey players. He knew right then and there that his story was powerful and he was gonna use it to help people. And for that, I commend him. His bravery, his courage, and his character are just astounding. You have to remember this young man is only 17 years old. By this time, Yannick had been drafted by the Drummondville Tigers of the QMJHL. He was also selected in the MJHL draft by the Campbellton Tigers. He became the first QMJHL prospect to openly come out gay. After the story broke, he received a call from the GM of the Drummondville Tigers saying that he could still come to camp. Maybe I read that wrong, but why wouldn't he be able to come to camp? This is the problem with the hockey community in my eyes. Though Yannick's doing extremely well these days, he's still just more comfortable playing for his high school team. He's close to graduation And he's absolutely lighting the lamp for his high school hockey team where he quotes, most of his teammates are supportive. In one of the articles that I read, Yannick himself said that he has to remind his friends to watch their language, watch how they're talking, because you know what? It does affect him and maybe those around him. There seriously are no words. If I take a step back and I look at this situation in its entirety, I cannot tell you guys how incredibly proud I am of Yannick De In my opinion, if you open a Webster's dictionary to the word brave or courage, his picture should be sitting right there next to those words. I'm not sure he fully understands the reach that he's going to have and the amount of lives he's going to change. His journey has just begun and like I said, there's just no words, he has already touched countless lives, and his legacy will live on forever. Yannick and I have become friends over the last few months, and he's even expressed some interest in becoming part of puck support. He is exactly somebody that we need on our team. He's truly the definition of a puck support warrior. Just like with my story, not everybody's going to be supportive. But at the end of the day, that doesn't matter because there's so many people that support me and even more people that support Yannick. And you can count me on that list as well. And if you don't want to go on that list, well, guess what? Turn this podcast off right now because I have zero time for anybody that doesn't support Yannick or anybody that wants to live out their dreams and follow their heart. I am so grateful that he's agreed to come on this show. And I'm so grateful that he found the courage and the bravery to live his best life lead by example he's going to inspire thousands and I really hope he can take a second to just realize how magnificent of a person he truly is well it's time for me to shut up and let's just bring the man in himself this truly is a privilege for me and I believe for all of you so without further ado from Saint-Antoine New Brunswick join me in welcoming my friend Yannick Deplissy what's going on buddy not
1: too much how about you
0: not much hey man thanks for doing this i took off my hat i know you haven't had a haircut in a little while me either actually but i'm growing i'm growing my hair but you look good
1: man you look good how's
0: things going for you what how's things going for you
1: oh pretty good pretty busy lately but
0: yeah you're yeah you're hammering out those exams aren't you yeah
1: yeah how's done
0: Almost done. Congratulations, man! It's it's a it's no small feat graduating high school. I mean it, it. It's honestly, I mean it. It's trying at times, and I can't imagine how's it been at school for you, Yannick, after coming out. And before you answer that, let me say honestly, man, I'm super proud of you, man. Uh, like I said in the intro, I don't think you you might have a, a small idea, but like I mentioned earlier, it, this is very new in your journey and. Uh, I know that the uh, the outpour of support and people messaging you has probably been crazy, uh, but I hope that you can take a step back and really feel proud of yourself uh, for what you've done. And because a lot of people, uh, a lot of people, uh, in your situations, uh, a guy like me, that stuff that happened to me, I didn't start to tell anybody things like that, where that I was scared to tell people till I was like, you know, 30 years old. And then I wasted my entire twenties. So congratulations on, on having the courage because it's not easy, man. So I'm really proud of you. And I think a lot of people are. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome, man. So, tell me tell me what, what happened around school when the story broke because we're going to talk about the hockey world. But what was it like at school? Um, I mean, you're a pretty big, tough guy, so I don't <laughs> imagine too many guys are going to... No, give- no, no, no.
1: It, was, it wasn't too bad. Uh, you know, I just heard some good things. Uh, people were coming up to me saying uh, that they were proud of me. Uh, and other than that, people don't treat me any, any differently, so... That's, that's awesome. And so yeah. they shouldn't, right? And so they shouldn't. And yeah. that's, listen, that's the thing that, you
0: know, I really want to hammer home and, and say this early because, you know, we know that, you know, in the world in general, things have gotten, you know, a lot more uh, accepting and we live in a, a much better society as far as, you know, even when I was a kid or you look at someone like my dad, uh, which I think is a positive step. But I think we're still lacking in the hockey community. How has that been for you, Yannick?
1: uh it's actually not been too bad actually uh i mean all my teammates have been uh, nothing but support i mean uh for an t- entire game they all put uh pride tape on their sticks yeah uh i mean i i can't and even the other team i uh, did the same thing wow they, yeah they asked for, for for some tape and they put some some under sticks too and really it's it's been unbelievable the support that i've i've got That's amazing. And that makes, and that
0: makes, that warms my heart. And I think that's, you know, it's extremely uh, encouraging and, and other uh, closeted uh, individuals would look at that the same. And how many, you know, give or take, like, do you figure there's quite a few closeted hockey players out there that, that are scared to do what you did?
1: Oh, for sure. I mean, I've got a few text messages from different hockey players telling me that they're going through the same thing as me and, they're they're asking for some tips for for coming out or or uh, any kinds of tips actually and uh, I I find it it's there's a problem there because you shouldn't be you shouldn't have to come out you that's you right just yeah so
0: I I read a quote Yannick where it was like you know uh, a straight guy doesn't have to come out and say hey I'm straight yeah yeah right I read that and that's yeah. and that's so true right yeah. we're all just people and we all deserve to just be loved and accepted and and do what feels right for us. And man, I'm just, I can't keep telling you how proud I am of you, man. Like you are really, really leading by example. I have to really shake my head and be like, this kid, this kid is 17 years old. And thank you because you're the youngest guest that I've ever had on the show by, by far, I think. So, you know, thank you for, for taking the time, especially because I know you're busy with exams. What are your grades like these days?
1: Uh, actually pretty good lately. They've been pretty good, but, um, look, well, after all, all came out, my grades went up, but when I was struggling with things, my great, my grades were a bit, bit shaky than what they used to be. So yeah, and and I went was- from a 94 average to like a 82, something like that. And I, got Dude, if, back I up. if I got
0: 82, I would have been like, yes, that's good <laughs> like for me. But, you know, when you know you're capable of so much more and you're carrying all that with you, and I talked about in the intro, your mom – coming to pick you up at school from different times. What were you feeling at those times? If you can just explain it a little bit, because I'm sure there's people out there that are listening or will listen that might be going through something similar. Can you describe how that was, why why you had to leave school and what you were feeling? Were, were you scared that people were looking at you and they knew? Or what was it, Yannick? I was...
1: I was- paranoid you don't even know how paranoid i was i was scared that i would tell the wrong person because when i started to to tell like some of my friends that my close friends i started to get really paranoid and then i started to feel sick i don't know why i don't know my body was just like (laughs) so i started to feel sick and then my mom had to pick me up from school quite quite often and uh well, that one time, like you said in the intro, uh, she said, that. well, if I go pick you up, you have to tell me what's wrong. So then that's the day that I had to, uh, <laughs> to tell her what's going on.
0: How How was that for you? And what was that like when you were finally like, OK, mom, this is what's up? Like, was that just one of the best feelings that you ever had or was explain? Try to explain that to me, because I can just imagine how how much better you must have felt.
1: Yeah, well for sure, like working up to it was really stressful. Uh like uh like I said, my mom asked me like a few things that she might have thought that were the case, but um like you said, I denied it at first. Um and then uh, I was like, Well, she's gonna know eventually, so why not now? So I told her. And yeah yeah well
0: shout out to your dad andre and your mom diane and uh they must be you know feeling a lot better now that you know you're feeling better and i think that's the most important thing and i i also read too like you mentioned you were sick you were throwing up before games uh and you're in your draft year for the queue it's something maybe you work towards your whole life and you know you're already nervous enough in your draft year. So people were looking at you being like, must be hockey related. Cause everything yeah. must be hockey related when we're hockey. Yeah. Players, right.
1: Yeah. So yeah, exactly. There's, there's even teachers that my math teacher, uh, in grade, in grade 11, she got me in grade nine, grade 11. And she was worried about me cause she saw a change in me from grade nine, to grade 11. And, uh, When it all came out, well, she said, okay. Well, she thought it was hockey-related because hockey players, you know. It's our life. What other problems they got other than hockey, right?
0: (laughs) It's true, right?
1: Yeah. So...
0: What about what's going on with you in hockey now? Like, do you have aspirations? Like, I mean, you're i seen your stats, you're you are having a great, great season playing high school hockey. What's your goal with hockey, um, right now going forward? Obviously, COVID, and yeah, they, it's, it's
1: really been, to, yeah, it's really, really hard. Yeah, it's really hard to say. If you
0: just stopped tomorrow, what would Yannick DePlisi be doing for
1: hockey? If the COVID was stop tomorrow, uh, I'd probably either go Junior A or probably. Trial for uh, Drummondville. I don't know. It's, 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 it's
0: That's my horn. When I like you something, when my guests say something, you're going to hear this. <laughs> All right? Just so it doesn't throw you off. Now you know. But honestly, because I read, Yannick, that you know what? You were uh, maybe a little more timid to go to major junior hockey. Are you still having those feelings now?
1: Oh, no, I, I, I talked to the coach. Uh, he said uh, they, they would welcome me with open arms. Uh, I, I've always, anyways, they, they, they're they nothing but support. Um, but I'm not sure, I, I, I'm taking it one day at a time, because I'm not sure if I want to focus on hockey or for, I don't know it's it, it's I'm a done. tough
0: decision it's a yeah, tough it's, decision and here yeah. let me let me tell you my opinion and my dad isn't probably going to like this because he's a scout in the WHL um and I'm not trying to knock the CHL or major junior but I'm looking at a kid like you and you got these great grades okay and you're a good hockey player and you could go get a full ride scholarship if you put together a couple good seasons uh playing junior A out there and that to me is going to provide you. This is just my opinion. Take it for what it's worth. Is going to provide you a much better future Um, because uh, we all have the goal of making it to the NHL. And I think if that's still your goal, I, I would say you know what, go for it, man. Go for it. Well, in- I, it's, it's not that. It.
1: Like I, like obviously, I want to make it to the NHL, but I want to have a plan B in case anything happens. Like that's for- right. Yeah, for school, so.
0: (laughs) Well, you're a smart kid, see, because a lot of people don't think like that. They think if I have a plan B, uh, uh, that means I'm going to fail. And I can't tell you how many guys uh, that I talk to on on a weekly basis, sometimes daily basis, that played, you know, junior hockey and then, you know, minor pro. They didn't make it to the NHL or even they did make it to the NHL and they played in the NHL. but now they're not playing and they're really struggling because they have no idea what to do now when hockey's done. So the Mm. fact that you're thinking about a plan B man is I commend you on that. And you know what? I would support anything, any decision that you want to do. I know if I know as a young man, you probably, you know, the pinnacle of junior hockey out there is the Quebec major junior league. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. you know what Uh, the junior a leagues uh going to ncaa like if i could do it all over again and my grades were good enough that's what i would do just let you know
1: yeah that's uh that, that could be an option too
0: so i wanted to tell you something else too is that uh sandra murray is our executive director of mental health and addiction with puck support and she works closely with a lot of ohl A lot of OHL players and she's, you know, she doesn't, she can never tell me names because everything's confidential and I would never ask names anyways, but she told me uh, even before I was, uh, knew I was going to have you on my podcast, we had talked about the issue that there's quite a few players in the OHL that are in the closet right now and you know they, her because you know she's the professional and she has to keep it confidential. Um, but I know that it's weighing on them heavily. What would you say to those guys right now?
1: Um, man've I've been I've been there and it's where I'm at right now i, I I'm much more happy like I can't describe it, so um, you know you just gotta live for yourself, be happy, be you. Uh, that's what I did and I, I feel much much more. Happy. Uh, I mean, sure, hockey. Hockey's it's fun and everything, but you got to focus on yourself and be you.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that's a great point, man. And I think yeah, I hope people listening, watching, uh, can can fully appreciate that for that in its entirety. Because you know, I think back to when I was playing uh, major, junior, pro. Uh, and you know, I had some secrets that, you know, skeletons in my closet, if you want to call them and it ate at me and ate at me and ate at me for years. And I just started to, uh, drown myself with substances. And you know, I, here's what I I look at a guy like you and you're at that, you're at that age where things, whether it's your story or not, what it is a very tough age. You're graduating high school and you're trying to figure out yourself. You're trying to figure out junior pro NCAA, whatever route you want to go. Um, And it's a very confusing time, but the fact that you have stepped up and, you know, had the courage to tell your story and just be yourself. You, I really think that, man, you have no idea how much you not only helped others, but you really, really, really helped yourself, man. Like, Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because you could have held that all in and imagine you lived paranoid like that for the next 10, 12 years and you were just, you know, hell bent on never telling anybody or letting anybody really know the full truth. Right. Um, I want to back it up a little bit to the very first time you ever told anybody Um, how long before that uh, telling your mom, did you tell somebody for the first time?
1: I actually told one of my friends first. Yeah.
0: Know. So, how long? Uh, when was that, Yannick? Like, how long before telling your mom? Did you tell your friend? Like, how long did uh, he know? A few,
1: few months.
0: Oh, a few months. And yeah. did he? And did he hold the secret in for you?
1: Yeah, he did. Yeah.
0: What? He's a good friend, eh? Yeah, he is. Yeah. <laughs> he's a good friend. That's yeah. that's amazing, man. And and what did he? Did he ever put any pressure on you to uh, be like, hey, you got to tell someone else, or you got to tell your family, or did he just sort of let you figure it out on your own?
1: No, he he let me figure it out on my own. He the only thing that he told me is like, dude, if you do it, you're gonna be much more happier. It's gonna be on your on your time, whatever time I don't know how to say it.
0: Yeah, it'd be yeah. on your time. Yeah, yeah you said basically that, right. Basically, on
1: your English time, man. actually just...
0: really great, man. Your English—I thought you were going to have a much thicker frec- French accent, to be honest. But you know, your English is great. And I actually played with. Uh, we'll get off topic just for a sec. I sometimes do that. I played with a bunch of a bunch of guys, and uh, you know, so I only know the swear words, so I'm not going to say them. <laughs> I'll tell you a funny story. So there was a guy named Olivier Labelle, and uh, he was a great QMQ player. I think he had 100 points a couple years. He's still playing pro over in Europe. I played with him uh, my first year pro in the East Coast Hockey League. And we were up in Alaska. And his English isn't the greatest, right? So we were up in Alaska and we were in a pregame skate. And, like, we had to skate first. Uh, or, no, we skated second because Alaska skated first. So we skate second. And the ice was kind of bad or whatever. And the Zamboni put on like so much water on the ice. Right. And you know, when there's lots of water on the ice and the puck stops <laughs> and it's so annoying and everything. And like, if you go on too early, it ruins the ice and everything else. So, you know, we all made an agreement. We all made an agreement that we're not going to go on the ice. We're not, we're not going to go this. We're going to sit on the bench. Well, you know how some players are. It took about five seconds for the first guy, one guy to hop over. Oh, I'm just going to stand here and stick on the puck. All of a sudden, two guys, three guys, four guys. There's six guys. Well, LaBelle, labelle lost it and he he was so funny because he's like yelling at us and he's like let it effing froze and he's instead of freeze he's like let it fucking froze right i should not for but it was so funny because it was like we understood what he was saying but instead of saying freeze he said froze, and oh my god man we all died laughing so hard but he was so mad he was mad for like three days about that so just a little funny story about uh the, the, the confusion with the French and English. Uh shout out to Olivier Label. This guy had a uh this guy had a van his when we were in pro, like a like a motorhome van. And he used to cart guys around from the rink and stuff. Uh, pretty funny. Um but man, so where are we at now um, when you play against other teams? I know you mentioned about, um, you know, the other team, the one night putting the tape, and I think that's amazing. Have you suffered anybody saying anything to you, like on an opposing team yet? Like, do not you, yet. Do you think it's going to happen, and what do you think your reaction will be?
1: I don't know if it's going to happen or not. I hope, I, hope not.
0: Not. I hope not. I too. hope not too, because I'll find that person. Is what I was going to say, but I like, what, like you know what I mean. What What do you think? How do you think that would make you feel if that if that happened? I just I hate to ask that question, but I'm just posing questions to yeah. you that hey, yeah. you might have to deal with this stuff. I'm a real guy. You'll You'll learn to appreciate that about me.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, for sure. Uh, I actually I never thought about that how I'm going to react, but probably I won't react. Um, I honestly think not to react is probably the best thing.
0: I was going to say the same yeah. thing yeah. because listen, anybody, anybody willing to take a cheap shot on anybody like that, you have to understand and everybody listening has to understand that's their own issue. That means they're so mad at themselves. They hate themselves so much that exactly, yeah. it, it comes back on them. And I, it, I was just wondering, cause you're only 17. And I was wondering how a 17-year-old would approach that question. And it doesn't surprise me that you answered it like a mature man because you're you're steps ahead of any 17-year-old, uh, certainly 17-year-old hockey player that I've ever met, man. And uh, I just – I can't tell you how, how honestly proud I am. And the, the outpour of people that have messaged me and, and to see that you were coming on and, and going to be sharing your story and, and opening up a little bit more – Um, people are excited because people understand uh, exactly what you're doing. Maybe not exactly what you're doing or what you've gone through, but they can see it and they can appreciate it because they know how much it's going to have an effect on others. And, you know, there's young kids out there, There's young kids out there right now, like four or five, six years old that have no idea um, that what they're going to go through. They don't really know about their sexuality. And as they get older, they're now going to have you to look to and you Mm -hmm. to lean on and i think that's extremely important have you thought about that at all
1: Um, uh, no not really um you know i when I, when it all started i had a goal and it was to at least help one one person that was going through the same thing as me either it's by reading it reading it or reaching out or whatever uh that was my goal and by far well it surpassed it so
0: that's awesome say it's funny you say that cuz when i started my podcast act that was my goal too just to help one person and now i try to do that every single day if i can doesn't mean i'm going to do it every single day it doesn't have to be a major thing but sometimes just being there and and giving somebody a, an ear to talk to or a piece of advice and experience that you've gone through can honestly it, it might not just help them it may save their life right yeah how about How about uh, like your mental health now uh, compared to before? Did you ever, cause I hear it it a lot when people are going through uh, similar situations where they're contemplating suicide because they just don't know how to deal with it. Did you suffer with anything like that? Or did you just know that you were just going to have to wait for the right time?
1: Uh, Well, I always told myself that I wasn't going to let myself get to that point. So if my secret gets to that point but i would have to let it out because um obviously if it gets me to that point something went wrong right so i always told myself that if it gets to that point that i i gotta be gotta tell my secret and so it didn't get that point because a part of it well i got outed but i mean i i I made the best out of it because i i was
0: you got got outed by somebody at a party right Was that what happened? What happened there? I do, I wasn't going to bring it up because I didn't know if it was a touchy subject, but you brought it up. So it happened at a party and that guy, that guy wasn't even at the party or you weren't at the party. What happened? I, I
1: wasn't at the party, but he got out at a party because the guy heard it from someone else and the guy thought that I was already out. Okay. And then he said something and then, well, from there, well, it spread like wildfire basically so and 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 I got a text uh the party was Friday morning I think got a text on Saturday morning from a friend that was at that party asking me um yo uh well I heard this is this true I was like oh and then I tried to like get myself out of it somehow but I kind of figured out sooner or later that I couldn't so I just decided to do to like Take the best out of it and just whatever.
0: So, in that moment, did you did you tell him? Were you like, "Yes, I am," or you hit it for a little while?
1: At that moment, yeah, I was like, "Yeah, okay, I like, I can't get myself out of it." I mean. <laughs> Like I tried, but I, I couldn't. So
0: and and how and how was that? How was the feeling right after that moment? In that, if you could take us back, just I'm not trying to make you relive this stuff. But oh my I God, don't
1: know. Don't I, worry about it. Um,
0: so that people can fully understand that people going going through things uh, similar can can see that you're just such a ray of hope, man, and so much courage and bravery. So to, yeah, if you could just take us back to the feeling that you had in that moment.
1: I mean, I had a lot of feelings going through at the same time I was sad I was uh I don't know I was I was mad I was I was everything I was a part of me was even relieved yeah and it's it's weird cuz it's like well now it's so I I, I just got to deal with it And it's going to get better you just got to keep still telling yourself that but like I said it was probably like a lot of feelings went through at the same time and I just
0: was there was there anybody there for you when that happened? Like there's a lot of people asking questions, but was anybody did anybody step up and say, you know what, Yannick, it doesn't matter, we're here for you. Like what was the response, or were people more just gossiping and well,
1: yeah, yeah. Well, my actually I my my parents were so worried about me, and then with, with everything like related to that, that that happened on Saturday and I kept them from them and I just told them on Thursday, cause I wanted I I I I thought that I could manage myself just to hide it from like I don't know like kind of like die down the rumor or well, it wasn't really a rumor but um <laughs> um you're trying to fire so and then when I when I came to, like there was a few got gu- few guys that texting me few my friends asking if it was true so I was like okay I gotta have to talk to my parents. So then, uh, I called my mom and I was like, all right, um, well this happened.
0: <laughs> and, and I mean, it, it's pretty amazing. You know, your parents, uh, from my understanding were, were, I mean, and that's the hope. but I've heard stories where parents aren't always supportive, um, in that situation. And you're very lucky. Um, uh, I don't want to say lucky because it shouldn't have to be lucky, but yeah. some people aren't don't have the same support that you get from their family. So, you know, I, it's amazing. Yeah.
1: Well, I, I gotta say, uh, they're a bit shocked at the beginning. And uh, that's all right. Cause it's, you, they're still supported. They, they, they still said that they still love me, but they were shocked. Cause it's, you know, you just picture someone, I don't know how to say it, they, but they're me that they still love me, but, they're going to come around. It's going to get better. Like they're going to get evolved with you. If that makes sense.
0: Yeah. And I read, I read somewhere too that your mom, your mom and dad started to um, they didn't join any Facebook groups, but they were starting to do some more research on it um, because they were just more, more worried about you getting outed more before you actually shared your story. That's why they didn't join the Facebook group or whatever, but it seems like they, they really took it upon themselves to really try to fully understand and try to support you in the best possible way. And I, you know, I, I think as parents, that's what we should do, but that's not always the case. And, you know, i just yeah man i have talked to quite a few people um over the years dealing with similar situations and i know some people don't even talk to their parents because of it and i couldn't imagine uh having to go through that but you know i say to those people um you're still better off being your authentic yeah. self yeah, for and sure. finding people that do love and support you regardless of who does or doesn't support you do you, you agree with that
1: yeah, I read 100%. 100%. You got to live for yourself and no one else.
0: I love it. Yeah. Second word. Hey, guys, second word. So I'm just throwing this in for the giveaway. Second word we're going with is gratitude. Gratitude. If you have the first one, put down gratitude for the puck support hat giveaway. Giveaway the snapback hat right here. Gratitude is your second word. So I wanted to ask you, too, Yannick, when. When did you know? At what point in time did you really know? And did you question yourself at all? Um, did you ever go back and forth and, and and try to convince yourself that maybe you were, maybe you weren't? Um, and when did that really start to happen for you? Uh,
1: you you kind of always ready, uh, like already know. Um, it's like knowing if you're a, le- you're a left, you're a right, right? You, you know, but you, you convince yourself that you're not. That's what I was doing. I was trying everything that I can because with all the stereotypes and everything, like who wants to be, you know, a gay hockey player? Like who wants to go put themselves through that, right? So I, I was trying to give, convince myself that I wasn't, I was straight, and I I was talking to girls, you know, doing the typical teenage boy. <laughs> Boy stuff, you know, chatting about girls in the dressing room, in the bus, you know. Um,
0: just to fit in,
1: just to fit in, right? Yeah, and then I was kind of getting tired of that when I hit midget, because when you hit midget, it's kind of it's kind of hard to to hide all those things, you know, because uh, the boys are getting. Uh, <laughs> you know.
0: <laughs> oh, I know too well. I know all too well and I think that's another problem with the with the hockey world is is that is that part of the culture and we can touch on that later on another topic but uh I did notice too like did you like that year when you really started to be paranoid how much did it affect your game?
1: Not not too bad actually. I got to be honest. Uh well, a bit but up it, it, there's the something game. about when I had just had my stick and my gloves, it was just me and the eyes and the puck and my teammates and that was that it was before the game and after the game that I was
0: it was it was your escape. Hockey was your escape. When you're out there, like you said, the stick in the pocket. And I completely understand that. And I think that's what's beautiful about hockey is that it allows us to have that hour or two or whatever to get outside of ourselves and just, you know, be ourselves. And, you know, you've obviously excelled at hockey and 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 everything else that you've done. Um, tell me a little bit about the javelin competition. When was the last time you threw a javelin around? Uh, the last
1: time was probably before COVID, so…
0: Oh, you're still doing it! Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, how long ago did you win?
1: Uh, so I actually my first competition. I never even threw a javelin before because my school didn't want to give me a javelin. <laughs> it was for the Jeux d'Acadie, the Gating Games, and you need like you needed to qualify for your region before going to the Gating Games. So. Uh, I went to the competition, and then I tried traveling, because why not? <laughs> <laughs> so then I won the competition for my region, and then I won the Acadian Games, and I taught myself via YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. Isn't that awesome? You taught yourself via
0: YouTube, and you go there, and you win the Acadian Games. Like yeah. oh.
1: and, I, and then I tried. Uh, I went to the Jura de so that's all the French kids it sounded all like you were the
0: there me. for a second. Say that again.
1: I went to uh Je de la Francophonie.
0: <laughs> it sounded like you said the F word. Sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. It just made me laugh. Go ahead, though.
1: <laughs> yeah, Je de la Francophonie. <laughs> uh, in grade nine, I think, for uh, all the French French kid from uh, across Canada. And I went second in javelin, third in disc, third in put, and fourth in long jump. <laughs> that's crazy okay you know what's crazy about that
0: is that you got fourth in long jump and typically like people that are throwing javelin shot puts everything else they're bigger which you are a bigger guy like you're, yeah. you're, not, you're not a small guy you're not the tallest guy but you're a big guy right how tall yeah. are you i'm five, 10, five
1: eleven.
0: yeah but you're like 200 and are you 200 pounds or something like yeah. that
1: yeah yeah so how the hell
0: did you <laughs> in fourth and long jump i don't
1: know and then, uh crazy. the year after that I tried the 100 meter and I went 5th in my province.
0: <laughs> wow. So you're just a natural athlete, right? And it's, yeah. you know, how much work do you have to? I can't
1: play? do long distance, so no.
0: <laughs> you don't have to. You're a hockey player. This is a thing. I've never said this to, to anybody uh, on the like on the podcast. But if anybody listening, this is t- kind of off topic. But if you want to train to be a hockey player, do not go for runs. You don't need to go for a half an hour, or an hour run because in hockey you're going out for 45 seconds to a minute. You should be doing mm-hmm. sprints. Go do sprint. Mm-hmm. That's what hockey is. It's sprints. You never need to long, run long distance in your life if you're going to be a hockey player, unless, you know, the, the only time I ran long distance was from the police, but that's a, that's, a, that's for another day. That's for another day. Uh, but, but it's kind of funny. I wanted to bring this up too. Uh, I just had to make people laugh, but it's the truth. Um, listen, uh, we talked about this a little bit earlier. I don't even think you've seen this, but uh, there he, there you are right there. You're a puck support warrior, buddy. And uh, we're super proud to, to have you on the team. And we're going to roll out, um, you know, many more uh, coming up. And so anybody watching... Uh, to be a puck support warrior, listen, it takes it takes time. Not anybody can just be a puck support warrior. Uh, you know, we have a, a lot of pro guys. Uh we are launching the junior campaign, obviously. And uh, you know, I personally picked uh up to this point every single one. And, you know, the the young youth warriors that anybody's seen. Uh, These kids, I've been watching and talking to them and their parents on Instagram for the last four and five months, um, you know, to really understand what they're doing, what they're committed to doing, who they are, what they're doing at home, how they're doing at school, how they are in the communities. Uh, So people have to understand that when you see somebody be named a Puck Support Warrior, it truly is. uh, It's a statement. Uh, I'm going to send you a shirt with this logo on it. Um, that logo cannot be bought. It might not be for for a couple of weeks because I still gotta get all the de- get that logo made uh, onto shirts and stuff. But if anybody sees anybody with that picture or that logo, you know that they've earned it. And you know there's gonna be there's already been a lot of people that have been applying to be Puck Sport Warriors. And not all of them can be puck support warriors, but we want everybody to strive to be a puck support warrior. And, uh, you know, we're extremely honored to have you. And and I'd like to, you know, bring you more into puck support as, you know, as you're done school. I know you're busy finishing exams and stuff, but what we're doing here, Yannick, is pretty cool, man. And I think you can have, I don't even think, I know, I know for a fact that you can have a major impact. Um, the fact that you're openly gay is one small part of it. Um, seriously, the one small part of it. You know what I mean? It, it just, it, To me, it's just another asset on your resume uh, to help others. But you, uh, Yank, the police is the man. Take that away. Uh, just the person, man. You're a puck support warrior through and through. From what I've seen and what I've heard about you, uh, you're just such a great young man. And we're extremely honored to have you part of it. And I can't wait to see where it's going to go because it's super exciting. Um, everything that we're doing, doing and we're kind of we're kind of on the shelf with COVID too. But um what are they saying out there for hockey? Like how much hockey are you playing right now? Is it completely shut down? Yeah, you it's completely skating?
1: shut down. Right now, you're not yeah. you're not
0: even allowed outdoor rinks or anything?
1: Uh I think I outdoor rinks maybe. I think we're we're we can so yeah.
0: what are you doing? What are you doing to stay in shape? Are you training right now or yeah, are you- I'm
1: training, yeah. I have uh a gym downstairs.
0: Oh, must be nice. Must yeah. be nice. Are you one of the guys that can, that can, you know, kick your own butt and, and make yourself go to the gym? Or uh, are you a bit of a workout freak? Or is it hard for you to find motivation or what? Depends
1: at least yeah. you're
0: honest yeah. at, at least yeah. you're honest <laughs> has it changed since covid though like how how are you doing through covid with uh because this is something else that i haven't talked too much about on here because i'll be honest most of the guys that i talked to are retired and you're you know you're an up-and-coming uh, junior prospect like how is that affecting your mental health and, and your day-to-day like is it getting to you
1: uh well actually at the beginning you know i was struggling with a lot of stuff and when everything thought well um I wasn't myself, so uh, I was laying in bed all day. I was playing video games and everything, and I, uh, I felt it. So I, I decided that I needed a change, and it's been a few few months that I'm uh, I'm training downstairs. So,
0: well, it's good, man, because it's not for me, at least. It wasn't easy uh, to pick myself up and, and make myself yeah, train exactly, on my yes. own, right? Like it's not it's not easy, but I mean, you know you have, you certainly have goals and I know you have a lot of natural athletic ability. I kind of did too, but I always wonder, I don't really do it as much anymore, but it's like, man, what if I really trained and really tried? Like, you know, what, what would it have been like? So I just want to encourage you to keep going. And like, if you ever need somebody to encourage you or whatever, uh, you know, I'll, I'll stay on you a little bit and make sure you're working out. Cause I, I will, I believe, man, I believe that, you know what I mean? I, from what I've seen and stuff and what I like, as far as hockey goes, like you have all the makings to, to be a great junior hockey player, a great college player, whatever you go pro player. And, you know, along your way, you're going to, I honestly think you're going to have a bigger impact off the ice than you will on. And I think everybody should strive to have a bigger impact off the ice than on, because as hockey players, we get so drowned out with just hockey, 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 and um, in my in my personal experience, with Yannick, it's like sometimes people forget that underneath all that hockey gear, hey, there's a guy here. I'm here. I'm not just a hockey player. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, exactly, do you ever yeah. feel
1: like that? Yeah, uh, actually, I was talking I was talking to my friend about that uh, earlier. That there's much more to a person than just you know the sport that they're playing or the job that they have or, but. It's like it's the only thing that everyone's like, like, I don't know how to say it. the first thing that someone's going to talk about.
0: Yeah, it's your identity, that, right? Like you're Yannick the, the hockey player your whole life and uh, that's, that's how people sort of identify you. I'm going to pull up a few comments and I want to apologize if people have commented um, along the way and they haven't come in um we'll skip right down to david carlson said hey earlier what's up david down out there in uh, alberta big supporter of mine Corey carroll beast intro uh l hicks 90 says what's up uh caitlin van v gives the fire emoji she liked the intro um someone giving my dad will mcintyre happy birthday mr leo vold you almost spelt it right will there's it's actually l-e-a-v-o-l-d but hey A for effort. Happy birthday, dad, David Carlson. Also wishing my dad a happy birthday and saying, welcome Yannick. We have a few more. Stay with me, Yannick, Justin Schmidt, former guest on the show. uh, former Swift current Bronco with me. Super awesome guy. He's helping more players than he even knows. I think, I don't know what that is. Look at Yannick. You are a hero. Uh, L Hicks, 90, uh, Corey Carroll from New Brunswick here, buddy, who coaches minor hockey. I support you, pal, and would love to spread your story. Awesome. Thank you, Corey. Uh, David. Yep. College hockey is a great choice in my honest opinion. Several of my juniors in Boston and Alabama. That's right. David takes care of a lot of these guys skates. He's, he's the best skate sharpener out there in Alberta. Aren't you, David? Uh, Caitlin Van V said hundred percent probably talking about, uh, when you mentioned, you know, just being on your authentic self. Oh, of course, that's what it was. Look, great point. Be your authentic self. Um, Susan cook whose house I'm in right now. She's upstairs watching. Uh, Harry Sinden's niece um, says unconditional love XOXO and that's so true and David Carlson's also agreeing with her Um, David Carlson also wants to say congrats Yannick Uh, and we have in Imelda the pieces so proud of you Yannick and I don't know what does that word mean at the end grandma grandma oh that's your grandma yeah (laughs) hello hello grandma how are you That's awesome. That's awesome that she's watching Uh, they must be so proud of you. And then look, it says right there, um, you know, they must've been so proud of you. The fact that you're achieving all these hockey accolades, but now that you're, you know, you're going to achieve a lot more now that you're not only because like I go back, not only because you're openly gay, but you're going to achieve more because you're being your true self, whatever that is for anybody, when you can find your authentic self, and live the life of, of who you really are in your heart. You can achieve anything because if you're not being yourself and you're you're living in paranoia, like you mentioned, or you know shame, guilt, regret, any of these things, like you know, I know those from addiction and different things. I mean, man, um, they hinder our ability to sometimes do the simplest things and things that we're normally good at. So, you know, how much how much do you think it's you know really changed for you i mean overall i mean it's obviously a lot but if you can give us a just an example of like you the difference in in yannick the police's day now that you're not carrying that around like are you more comfortable in your skin like a lot is it not a big deal is it what is it are you just still the same like where are you at with it all
1: uh you know it's uh, i'm obviously not the same person i was before because i was hiding something you know but um but I still have some, it's hard to explain. Um, I'm still the same person, but I'm not. That's right. <laughs> that makes sense.
0: Oh, Hey, hey it yeah. totally does because you're not, you know, you're not having to worry about trying to, you know, talk about girls or whatever. Did you ever have a girlfriend? Did, were you dating girls at one point? Yeah. <laughs> what was that like? Like, what was that like? Like, you know what I mean? Did you just did it just to fit in and to, and so that people wouldn't, know who you really were is that why you were doing it or uh or did you do sorry or i was was not
1: convincing myself that i was i was i was straight i was convincing myself because i wouldn't when i knew that there was a possibility that i was i was you know gay um i told myself that i couldn't be in a relationship with a with a girl because like i don't i didn't want to hurt you know the other girl knowing that I'm probably not, you know, in it for for long.
0: No, I get what you're yeah. saying. And hey man, I commend you. I commend you, man. See, you're a real guy, man, and you you're a good guy. You're a good person, man. Not everybody would think like that at all. And the fact that you're also thinking about others in that situation is it speaks volumes about who you truly are inside. And I think that's amazing. Um, Where are we at with your friends and their language, uh, language in the dressing room? How often do you have to correct guys and be like, hey, like, come on, like, because let's be honest, these words, these slurs, they get tossed around like some not even in the right context if you were ever gonna use them which people should never use them but people just throw them around loosely like people are not mindful at all about what they're saying and how they affect it so how often are you having to correct you know your friends or different people do you or
1: do you they're not not often I not often actually because uh you know when when they slip up it's usually a slip up when they when they do and uh you know when it's a slip up and they know why 'Cause every time that it happens, they're like, oh, sorry man. It's like, all right, sorry, right, man. Don't worry about it. I know it's a slip up. Cause uh they they've shown nothing but support. Like like I said uh when they put Pride tape on their, their sticks, uh like I, I, I couldn't believe it. You know, it's uh you know it's it was not only for me but for a, a step forward for the, the LGBTQ community you know um for for a support like that from you know hockey teammates it was no
0: no kidding man like it it and it must have it must have felt really good you know and and i bet you that you made a good point i didn't really think about um the effect that that would have had um on the on the grander scale i was just thinking you know um how great that was for you and You know, you make a very good point. You know, you make a very good point. And I think the NHL, though I I don't like everything that the NHL um, is doing with regards to uh, different, you know, things that they're doing not related to this, uh, as far as concussions and stuff go, what I will say is that the NHL does a very good job. Um, maybe not a very good job, but they're doing a pretty good job bringing, you know, ending the stigma around, bringing awareness. Each team does a pride night. Um, how does that make you feel when you see the NHL stepping up, when you see NHL teams uh, playing a game with with pride jerseys on and stuff? That must feel pretty good.
1: Yeah, you know, it's stuff like that that you need for people to get on board. You know, um, everyone's going to, I don't know how to say it. It's people like that you know that's in the nhl and everything that are gonna help the movement and that's what we need and we need more people like that
0: yeah and so how many uh how many people would you say are in your circle like do you have a circle of people um different guys or girls that are um openly gay that are that are doing? Are you guys doing any work behind the scenes to help that? Are you connected with anybody like that, or do you have plans um to do something like that?
1: Uh, yeah, I actually talked to um uh why well, I, can't, I can't believe I I forgot his name. Wait, Rock, not Rock. You 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 uh, you talked Brock about him earlier. Uh, who? Rock McGillis. Yeah, bro. My God, I can't believe I forgot. That's his okay, name. that's okay. Yeah, bro. Yeah, Brock McGillis. Yeah, I talked to him a few days ago actually for uh for some project ideas that I can do f- from where I'm at to help others, so.
0: Well, and he's such a great ally and such a great person too. He uh, you know, shout out to Brock McGillis. Uh he, you know, he's been on the show um and is, you know, is such a leader out in the community and not only just in the LGBTQ community, he's you know, he's does a lot of other great things too. And what I really appreciate about Brock is like, he says it how it is, man. He doesn't, he doesn't care. Like if he's passionate about something, if he believes in something and he sees something's not right, he's the first one to step up and, and step in. And I think he's, you know, taken on that role and I think it's extremely important and it's somebody it's great that you guys are talking because man like he's done a lot of great things and you know and I believe that you're gonna do it you've already mean you've already done tons of great things but I keep I keep having to remind myself you're 17 years old man like I think where I was at when I was 17 man I was such an immature little kid like you know thought I thought you know I ruled the world and just you know man and I tell you what I wasn't a very happy kid I'll tell you that much so are you are you would you say like you're aside I mean covid and, and stuff I understand but would you say you're you know pretty happy these days
1: oh yeah for sure uh, more myself um I mean uh, I have a loving family and friends so it's uh I that's really all,
0: yeah that's all you can really ask for right yeah. and uh it's you know, cause not everybody has that. I'll tell you what, and especially, you know, coming out with your story um, and in the hockey community, man, like I, I hope you understand the effect that you're going to leave and continue to have. Um, you're such a great example. Like, you know, Brock, Brock is an, also a great example, but he'd be the first one to tell you that he was, you know, he didn't tell anybody when he didn't come out when he was in junior or bro. It was after mm-hmm. the fact. So, you know, like, did you see anybody, um, was there anybody that you looked to to say like, or was it just something that, you know, obviously there's people that you can look to and examples, but was it just something that, you know, you were like, you know what, I'm just not living this way anymore. Or was there somebody that you looked to and was like, if he can do it, I can do it.
1: Uh, actually, um, I I talked to Craig Eagles. He was one of the first that I told, and he hooked me up with Brock McGillis before everything happened. And uh, I had a little chat with Brock, um, you know, uh, sharing stories and everything, um, and he just told me just, fuck, fuck hockey, and focus on yourself.
0: Those are actually and great, great yeah. pieces of advice.
1: Yeah, he just said, fuck hockey, fuck the others, just focus on yourself, and be yourself. And do what's best, do what you think is best for you. So
0: even though he said that, was it hard for you to grasp that? Like, were you still scared?
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, part of me wanted to do it, you know, To I I actually, I remember I was driving with one of my friends, you know, it's just one of those drives where you, you just, you just think, you know, um, I was, in, I was sitting in the back and uh, the passenger, we just went by a, a hockey rink, and I remember thinking to myself, man, if ever I I, I come out, I, I want to do something to help others that were going through the same thing as me, because this is not, like, this shouldn't be a thing. You shouldn't be scared coming, of coming out, or you shouldn't be scared of being yourself. You shouldn't be scared of what others are going to say, you know? It should be, hockey is for everyone, right? So."
0: Uh, yeah, man, it it is. And that's the thing. Everything should be for everyone. And yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah.
0: You know what I mean? And this is the thing. This is there's pictures of the pride tape. And I think that's so cool. I, I knew that your team did it, but I didn't know that the other team did it. I think that's I think that's uh, that that to me is amazing. The other team stepped up. And was like, hey, they're doing it. We're doing it. We're going to support this young man. And that, yeah. you know, was that was that maybe one of the coolest moments that you've experienced since all of oh, yeah, it?
1: for sure. Uh, it's uh, right up there with the, you know the draft and everything. You know, just small things like that that can make a difference. Uh, you know, that made my that made my day. You know, because just the fact that I know that my teammates are supporting me and they're on board, and just the fact that they're okay with it. You know, just once you makes you want to play more you know just makes you want to be at the rink even more
0: which yeah and i can imagine there's times before when i i I was so uh i had so much anxiety just with hockey and other things so you know i can't man i can't imagine what when you were in that paranoid state uh having to go to the rink would have made it even worse man and but hey you're through it bud you're through it and uh we're all so proud of you i'm gonna hey we've been going over in an hour Uh, I'll let you we're going to wrap this up here in in the next minute or two, but I want to extend an invite uh, to you on this show anytime you want. If you're ever doing anything, if you ever uh, want me to talk about anything, if there's anything going on or you just want to come on and shoot the shit. You let me know, man, you come on anytime you have my number. We do talk and we'll continue to talk and I'm going to bring you in uh, with puck support and introduce you to everybody. And you're going to have a huge impact uh, with puck support as much as little as you want to be involved. The door is wide open for you, man.
1: All right. Thank you. (laughs) You you just get, you just get through
0: high school and try to get like a 96 average because 94 isn't good. (laughs) 94 so good you can't have 94s like come on no you know honestly man I'm uh this has been an honor and a privilege for me and I think that you you know you've helped a lot of people tonight and and I appreciate it from the bottom of my heart I know you're busy I know this uh not always easy and again I remind myself that you're 17 years old man so I'm really proud of you and, uh, if you ever need anybody, I'm here for you. Anytime you have my number. Don't ever hesitate to call me, text me, uh, whatever you need, man. I'm here for you. Yeah. Same for you, man. Okay. Yannick. Thanks buddy. No problem. Okay. We'll talk soon. Yeah. Wow. Guys. Um, thank you. Yannick to um, amazing, amazing, uh, young man. Wow. Wow. Um, 17 years old, guys. 17 years old. I think he handled that interview uh, extremely well. Uh, Not only because he's 17, but having to talk about uh, some, you know, not so easy issues. But at least I thought they were going to be easy. He handled it like a pro. Um, What an amazing young man. Uh, To all of the Plessy family, you guys must be very proud. You've raised an amazing an amazing young man so uh, you guys obviously did something right and you know you can just see it in his character and like i said you you take away the fact that he came out openly gay and you look at just you know yannick the the human which we should which we should and we will we look at him as a person and his character his heart his thoughtfulness second to none second to none especially at 17 years old can't wait to see what he's going to do in the future. And I just hope that myself and puck support could be a small part of it. Bring us along for the journey because uh, we're here for you and we're excited to to be involved with anything you're doing. That goes for Brock too, Jacqueline Hawkins. And uh, if anybody out there is struggling, maybe uh, you're feeling like you want to, uh, need to come out. Well, I'm sure Brock will be there for you. Yannick will be there for you. And as you heard it here, guys, you know, it's the best decision he ever made. And, you know, look at how he's doing now. I'm so proud of him. I know I keep saying that, but it's just wow. It's wow. 17 years old. I just keep thinking about myself at 17. So thank you, Yannick. We appreciate everything that you're doing and you've done. And we support you 100%, 100%. And thank you, Um Thank you to the other team that night that stepped up and put pride tape on. Um, You know, you could see how much it meant to him. And, you know, it's it's a very good feeling when you know people are supporting you. I can speak on that. You know, because I was terribly scared to start this podcast and to share my story about all the crimes I committed, which I haven't really told all you guys in detail, but I will in my book. I'm not scared to tell anybody anything i've told everybody the majority and the in the hard stuff that's out there but man you know i lived a crazy 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 life and did some insane things that you guys really don't know about um but i'm going to share it in my entirety in the book you got to save something for the book you got to save something for the book um and i'm sure yannick will have a book too which i will buy um We're going to get to the giveaway here in a minute with the final word. Uh, If you guys got my number on speed dial, I'm going to connect my phone to my RODECaster Pro. Hopefully someone uh, wants to or has taken part in the giveaway because I feel like giving away this hat. And I'm even going to put in... Oh, that's my hat. That's right, because I took it off because Yannick hadn't had a haircut and he was trying not to put his camera on. He's like, oh, I haven't had a haircut. He was trying to say his cameras. He's like, oh, my, I'm having trouble with my camera. I'm like, come on, man, don't be shy. He's like, I haven't had a haircut. I'm like, don't worry, me either. I'll go no hat too. I go, I go no hat too. But now that he's gone, the hat goes back on. Sorry, I always have a hat on. We're going to give away this hat. Let's try this again. I will put whatever name that's on the list uh, in this hat for our winner. Um, unfortunately, we got two more names added to the list today. Uh, thanks, uh, Mike Watt, for letting me know as as hard as it is. Uh, we're going to add them to the list. And it just seems like the list never, ever stops. And, you know, everything that everybody's going through right now, I mean... things are really bad out there with mental health and addiction worse than ever before because of COVID. So we're very limited with the things that we can do. Um, But that doesn't mean that there aren't things we can do. So my advice is this, change your perspective a little bit, you know, stop seeing obstacles and roadblocks and reasons why you can't do things. Be creative, be creative. Times are hard. But we must rise up to the challenges, find new ways to fulfill ourselves through the day-to-day. Maybe we can't go to the gym, figure out a way to work out at home. You know, Maybe you can't see your family, spend more time with them on Zoom, go meet with them in a park, stay socially distance. I don't know what the answers are for everybody, but get creative, get creative. Uh, let me get my phone connected here. I'm gonna throw in the third word here in about two minutes. But I do want to remind everybody that the PuckSupport shop is open. PuckSupport.com slash shop. I'm going to put it up on the screen right now. Promo code Probert for Bob Probert. Promo code Probert's going to get you 10% off. And that's only for this week only, guys. We got orders going out tomorrow, and I'm not kidding, we've had a lot of orders. I'm not just saying that, and we're excited. We're so thankful for everybody that supported us. Um, hats, hoodies, t-shirts, sweatshirts. I'm going to play a little video uh, right now. If you've seen this, disregard the promo code Puck Addiction, Even though it do- does still work, but that's only 5%. So... Also, there's a donate on the shop page, a donate for 10 bucks. If you're ordering, if you can afford the extra 10 bucks, that 10 bucks will go right into the Mental Health and Addiction Fund, overseen by Sandra Murray, uh, so we can give back directly to where it needs it. She gets to choose to build a team and do everything and allocate those funds as she sees fit and be have full trust in her. She knows hockey. She knows mental health. She knows addiction. But if you haven't seen this, check this out. Right on right on so you guys see it there there's lots of different things Uh, a lot of different items sorry I'm having a little bit more trouble than I originally anticipated with my roadcaster I think I might have it figured out anyways we'll just do this I'll put my phone on speaker the third word you ready for this the third word Oh, is hope, H-O-P-E, hope, do you have all three words? Call my phone right now, 705-205-5123. If not, oh, we got Lucas Hicks calling. He hung up though. Oh, hold on. Sorry, I answered somebody else's call. I'm going to call Lucas back. Too many people calling me. Lucas was the first one. Sorry to whoever answered that. Lucas. always he's calling me back. Lucas was the first one to call. Let's see if he's got it. Lucas, don't pick up your phone. I'm calling you back because you were the first one. Oh. Lucas. Yes. It's Brady Leibold. What's going on, buddy?
1: Not much. How are you?
0: Doing very well. You got all the three words?
1: I do great podcast by the way. I really thoroughly really enjoyed it. Committing on the work to do and actually materials we're gonna do sports and not sports, just anyone in the world. So thank you for that. That was really
0: touching. Yeah, it was it was great. He's a great young man and uh and he handled it so well for only being seventeen.
1: Absolutely. So those three words you're looking for is persistence,
0: gratitude, and the most important of all, always have hope you got it buddy you got it congratulations lucas hicks whoever else was calling me we had a couple calls i'm very sorry i do ignore your call and i actually answered it by accident trying to answer lucas's call um we're gonna do it again we're gonna do it again but lucas hicks is our winner congratulations lucas uh i will be in contact with you in the next few minutes as soon as i wrap up this podcast Hey, buddy thanks for listening take care bye Whoever it was calling me on a private number, I apologize. I apologize for having to ignore your phone call. We had a couple calls come in, not sure who it was. Send me a message right now, let me know who it was because I do feel bad now. I I actually feel bad that I had to ignore phone calls. Um, Oh, Phil, big Phil, my man big phil my man don't worry i got you buddy phil's been one of my biggest supporters all along and uh my apologies phil but don't worry we'll make something happen for you you've been around a long long time and uh we talk and uh we've shared some stories back and forth and man i certainly appreciate your support so thank you phil mayaskowski that w is a v because you're polish Myaskowski. am i saying that right anyways big phil don't worry we got you congratulations to lucas hicks he's the winner of the puck Sports snapback we're going to send that out tomorrow morning thank you all for watching thank you to yannick DePlisi. dad happy birthday seriously happy birthday i hope that this birthday has been the best birthday um, maybe you can rest easy i know you're sleeping a lot better now that i'm not homeless in jail and severely addicted to drugs uh, and i don't say that lightly uh, because I know it was extremely difficult on you. I know, I know it was extremely difficult on you. It was extremely difficult on a lot of people, but you know, you got you got the worst of it, no doubt. You got the worst of it, absolutely no doubt. And there's, you know, I'll live the rest of my life trying to make it up to you, trying to restore the leave old name. I promised you when I was in jail that I would write, I wrote you a letter, multiple letters, um, saying that somehow, some way, I would, I would find a way to restore the honor uh, to our last name because your dad, who he passed away when my dad was 12, was such an amazing man in the community. My dad, same thing, super respected, retired firefighter in the union, scout in the hockey world, very well respected. And I trashed our last name, uh, but I'm doing my best. restore it and i will always have to live with the choices that i made those newspaper articles about me committing crimes will always be there but i just keep pushing forward and uh keep doing what i'm doing and that's always in the back of my mind is knowing that i'm not only representing myself i'm representing my family i'm representing puck support and these may seem like simple things you guys but I was a pretty selfish individual. I was always very giving and everything, but I was so selfish because I was hurting so bad. I was hurting so, so, so bad for so long that all I could think about, all I could think about was my own pain. And it didn't matter. It didn't matter if I caused pain to other people, as long as I could make myself feel better. And you know, that eventually led into making myself feel better physically because I was addicted to opiates. And anybody out there, uh, I know people watching right now, know, I know one person at least, I'm not gonna say who, um, knows what that's like. And when you're in that desperation, all you can think about is making yourself feel better. And you know, all you have to do is continue doing those drugs and you'll do anything, at least I did, do anything to get them. And uh, I am one grateful human being that I no longer wake up, uh, needing, needing to go in search of, of drugs to make myself feel better, which it never did. It only compounded it and made it worse. So the last thing I'm going to say is this. If you're, if you're struggling with any form of addiction, any sort of mental health, or if you're struggling with, you know, you feel that you need to come out like Yannick, guess what? Just get honest. Get honest. It was the best thing that I ever did. And look, Yannick will agree with that too. You get honest, you start dealing with whatever needs to be dealt with, the appropriate ways, and you surround yourself with the appropriate people. Well, guess what? You set yourself up for success. And the last little bit of advice is this. If it doesn't go your way right away, do not give up. Do not give up. Rome was not built in the day. And it takes a while. It takes a while. Just remember, when we live in pain, addiction, mental health issues for years and years and years, it's never going to go away overnight. And it's been coming up in a year for me off the hard drugs, and I still struggle every single day. You guys know this. I talk about it, uh, but I don't struggle in the same way, and I'm so grateful for that. I'm going to wrap this up, because otherwise, I'm never going to shut up. Wednesday... 4 p.m. Eastern, Chris Dingman, the Dingman, the original dinger, coming back, tell some more stories, talk hockey, talk life uh, by popular demand. You guys wanted more from Chris Dingman. You're getting more from Chris Dingman. Going to have Kevin Rainey on the podcast too. Anybody that's seen his um, journey over the last little while, former captain of the Sudbury Wolves. He's got a little mental, not even a little, a big mental health and addiction series going i don't want to say little here big he's doing big things and uh we're gonna team up and and do a podcast and hopefully do some things uh you know away from the podcast as well so another great ally another great connection and uh we have a lot many more guests lined up luke hunter luke hunter is gonna join the broadcast anybody knows who luke hunter is he's one of the hunter brothers uh Famous, famous country band up here in Canada. They were nominated for Junos. Guess what? Luke Hunter, when I wore this jersey, Luke Hunter was the captain of our team. Luke Hunter was my roommate on the road. And Luke Hunter is the nicest, without question, the nicest guy that I ever played with anywhere. Funny story before I let you go. He didn't swear. You want to talk about not swearing Jim Thompson? You want to talk about a class act? We're talking Luke Hunter and the entire Hunter family. This guy was our captain. He would come in and he would be, Frick me, boys. We're playing like crap. Frick me. And I, man, I was 17. I couldn't help but laugh. I'm looking at Mike Hangin, going, oh, my God. Like It just sounded so funny because everybody else is swearing. And he was so true to himself. You know, he never swore. He never did. He was just the nicest the nicest guy I ever played with. And I'm so proud uh, to call him a friend and I'm honored that he's going to come on the podcast. Maybe we'll get him to sing for us. guy guys got an incredible voice. We used to get him singing the dressing room and stuff. Um, good old Christian kid from Shonovan, Saskatchewan joining the broadcast very soon. We're just going to make up a day that works for both of us. Um, there's a couple other people that I have lined up too that. I'm just drawing a blank. Hello, concussion land. Sometimes I forget what I'm doing. Hello to everybody back in BC. I'm gonna get emotional. I love you guys. Mom, dad, auntie, uncle. Hello to my cousin Ryan in Japan. Yeah, we got listeners in Japan. Hello to everybody, all my family members, all my supporters out there in BC. I can't wait to come home. Um, Thank you all for watching. If you're struggling, I just remind you to please reach out, if not to me, to somebody else. Please, don't do it for me. Don't do it for anybody else. You heard it from Yannick Deplisi himself. Do it for yourself. Do it for yourself. And then look what happens. He did it for himself. I did it for myself. Now we're able to help others. Help yourself. Then you'll be able to help others. And you'll be able to live your best life. Pucksport.com slash shop. Promo code PROBERT. Get 10% off seriously we're gonna run out of hats here pretty soon and different things and if you want to get get some get your hands on it now Uh, we're dealing with shipping costs and different things I just want to quickly say one more time quickly say um, any money um, and I'm I'm pretty sure that we're gonna actually have to pay more Uh, we're gonna have to pay more than we're charging for shipping when we're charging to the States but that's okay because we're gonna figure it out but if it's ever less if it's ever less than what you paid the balance the balance remaining we go back in to the mental health and addiction fund we're all volunteers here at puck support myself Sandra Susan everybody Mallory we're all just volunteers we're all just volunteers chase Will, everybody Taylor's gonna come volunteer everybody we're we're not getting paid we're not taking any money out of this account if you want to support me you can do so on patreon if you don't know what patreon is i don't really have much on there but david carlson's one of my patrons um warren nye um a few others there's not many but if you want to support me directly if you like the podcast go to patreon.com slash hockey to heroin uh, make a pledge you could pay five bucks a month 10 bucks a month 20 bucks a month 50 bucks a month and everybody that's my pledge i am gonna start to do better things on that page and. I'm going to send you guys all some in the near future. That's a promise. I've been promising that for a long time, but we're finally getting to where we can do that. um, And I certainly appreciate it. Um, Any support. If you're in Muskoka, you want to skate, not on the ODR because they don't take care of it. But if you have an outdoor rink at your house, uh, if you have a lake somewhere uh, and you want me to come, coach or do anything I am still offering free coaching for the time being but yes in the future I am gonna have to charge Uh, most people are charging with with my hockey resume and I'm not bragging most people with my resume are charging 100 bucks an hour I was like isn't that a little bit high but they're all no and I said well are the people high then and they said no and I said okay but listen I'm not doing anything for money I'm not saying I'm gonna charge 100 bucks an hour my whole my whole being here is to give back and be of service as much as possible. So I'm going to continue what I'm doing. Free coaching up in Muskoka. Send me a direct message. Email me at Brady at Pucksport.com. If you're struggling, email me or Sandra. Sandra at Pucksport.com. Thank you for watching, guys. We'll see you back here Wednesday, 4 p.m. Eastern with Chris Dingman. And remember, have a great day if you so choose.